Hello, God, it's Margaret. Are you there? It's me, Margaret. Hi. <laughs> Can you call me back, please? I'm sorry I'm bad at voicemails. It's Encyclopedia Brunch. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, through a series of tubes and wires and protocols, it's Catherine Kogert. Hi. Hi. Hello. It's good to have made it through all of that junk. See our episode on the internet. With you, mm-hmm. my co-host, and Hello. with you, the listener. Oh, the listener. Aren't they great? Yeah. Yeah. Catherine. Yeah. What? I have woken from a night of troubled sleep, and I feel I must go to, to New Bedford. Will you come with me? To New Bedford? Yeah. I must go to New Bedford. Okay. Traditional whaling town, New Bedford. That's right. I will live amongst the Portuguese in the South Shore town of New Bedford, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Because I need to get... I feel like we played a board game like this once. <laughs> we did. We played the greatest board game called new bedford um <laughs> and it's all about whaling and it turns out i love whaling did not expect that about myself but here we are i don't know that you can say that you love whaling because you've never been whaling that i know of there's so much about you that i don't know i went on a whale watch and that's exciting yeah. oh we've all been on a whale watch didn't even see Who any among whales. us hasn't watched whales raise your hand Catherine, tim the listener anyone <laughs> Um, creepy whale voyeurs. That's the name of my whale watch company. <laughs> we take you to see the hottest whales. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize it was like a late night whale phone sex chat party line. These whales are too hot for TV, which is why we go on a boat to look at them. <laughs> They're so hot. They must use novel thermoregulation devices like the, uh, weird erectile tissue in their mouths that we talked about on our episode on whales whales love them you know what else whales have what else do whales have spermaceti do you know what else what 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 spermaceti i don't remember because it's not our topic this week which we're getting to oh uh spermaceti it's like they have um, blubber they do have blubber keep them nice and warm and store all that energy because whales take a lot of energy to move around they sure do Mm -hmm. they sure do yeah. Uh, any other whale things you can think of? Whale things. Baleen. They have penises in their mouth, but you already mentioned that. Right. Um. <sighs> krill. They love krill. Yeah, they've got they've got a hankering. We're talking about things whales have, krill. and what they have is a hankering for krill. Ah, uh, that's true. So true. What do whales have? My heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They stole it in that <laughs> that daring daring daytime heist. <laughs> Six whales wearing masks with unidentified markings. Just broke right into Catherine's chest cavity, stole a heart, and got out scot-free, in and out in 20 seconds. <laughs> it was a crazy chase. They stole a bunch of Dodge Challengers. <laughs> Is that the Italian job? Uh, those were uh, Mini Coopers, I think. Oh, you're right. Mini yeah. Coopers. Mini Coopers. How could a whale fit in a Boy, Mini Cooper? Boy, remember when we were... It's a good point. It could definitely fit in a Dodge Challenger, though. So. It's a bigger car. Fair point to you. Yeah. Fair Buy point American, to you. you know. Remember when we were all talking about the Italian shop? Uh, yes. 
There's a the job on everyone's lips. Italian. <laughs> What's the job on everyone's lips nowadays? Um, uh, we're still talking about Ocean's Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, that's really. I mean, they left us hanging. It's such an odd prime number, you know. Surely they'll come to fourteen. I think finish on a prime is my motto. Mm. Finish on the prime of your life, just like uh, Jimmy. Yeah. What um, episode is this uh, number? The two seventeen, I think. Two seventeen is that prime? Uh, I don't know. Uh, see the show mm. notes. Oh, um. uh, <laughs> listeners, email us at encyclopediabrunch at gmail dot com and tell us is two hundred and seventeen a prime number? <laughs> I want this. I think our email from now should be only filled with like, oh, here's a fact. <laughs> oh man, that would bring that would bring us both a lot of joy. Mm. Although, actually, we like it when listeners write in for any reason. So, literally any reason, including just tell us about any prime numbers you <laughs> might know about. <laughs> yeah, just like what's up with three lately? <laughs> what's new with three? What's new with five? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. All, all the gang kind of in the beginning, or like maybe even some oh, of the weirdos yeah. out there living on their own. 117. Um, Is 117 prime? Uh, listeners, write in and let us know. Because <laughs> we have to move on to talk Seven, about... eight, nine. No, it's not. It's divisible by three. Is it really? How'd you do you that? You add the numbers together. Oh. Seven plus one plus one is nine. Mm. Ah, prime number is so crazy. So crazy. Truly crazy. Yeah. Okay. I take it back. George Clooney and friends were right to leave it there. Go ahead on I think so. Always finish on a prime. It's my motto. <laughs> well, starting with a primal uh, rage, primal animal. Well, um, I don't know. Is this working out? Is this what you're doing here? <laughs> <laughs> this week, we're talking about something that is the result of things not quite working out, but like maybe we have a workaround, and that is ambergris. Really? How yeah. so? How, how are you linking these things up? I'm excited to find out. Believe it or not. Everyone, uh-huh. hold your breath. Uh, like uh-huh. a sperm whale would, <laughs> diving deep, um, mm. because we are going to figure out exactly how ambergris totally is the result of like, mm, how are we going to make this work? You may release. <sighs> Fantastic. Um, so uh, can you picture what ambergris is? Totally. 100%. Because I looked it up beforehand. Okay. Well, uh, can you describe it then? It kind of just looks like a rock. It's like a rock. In fact... It shares a root with amber because amber grease uh, has a root in amber gray or gray amber. You know, grease as in like pinot gris. Um, And uh, I don't know. As in the color in French. Yeah. Uh, And um, amber amber uh, that we've talked about previously, see our episode on amber, um, is just uh, used to be called yellow amber because people were all confused about which which of these rocks were coming from what. They're both these sort of I mean, I'm with. I'm with ancient peoples. Rocks mm. are confusing. I'm, yeah, rocks are confusing. Yeah, that's my <sighs> motto. Yeah, that's a big takeaway from this episode, I think, already. I'm going to write that down, put it here in the notebook. Rocks. Rocks are confusing. Huh? I'm going to put that like shruggy face, <laughs> I think. Um, so, uh, yeah, but you, you might find both of these things washing up on seashores, because as we talked about in an episode on amber, um, mm. there are large uh, deposits from some ancient forest of amber showing up in the Baltic Sea region. And then, similarly, you may see ambergris wash up on those shores as well. Um, and they're like, I don't know, they're these two rocks. They're both, like, kind of weird and resinous and have this, like, weird property, but seem to be rocks. Um, so, yeah, it's just sort of a big... Just coincidence? Uh, pretty much. Um, huh. Yeah. 
they both just sort of will wash up because uh these are both rocks that melt pretty much yeah that's the yeah. big takeaway this is part of our uh sub series on rocks that melt yeah you know that it's interesting because like yeah i'd probably be like oh yeah these two things are definitely related yeah why not it i mean if you don't have a better rocks don't melt making... but here on this shore i guess they do <laughs> um especially when you go on to find out what ambergris like how it actually comes to us because it's so bonkers that like it's a melting rock seems about as legitimate um ambergris of course comes from uh the same creature that brings us all those other great things hankerins for krill um uh novels by nathaniel hawthorne yeah a lot of great Ah. stuff no i think you're thinking of herman melville i am nathaniel hawthorne was the scarlet letter Oh, man. Well, all right. I have oh, to go. Oh, colonial literature <laughs> will get you every time. Oh, man. Now I have to go and retake all those American lit tests. You do. You really Such a do. Bummer. You all have right. to reread Huck Finn now. Back in a moment. Encyclopedia Brunch. F. Scott Fitzgerald. encyclopedia brunch talking about amber grease i have a question go ahead i gotta say i'm much more excited about amber grease than i am about amber yeah i think amber grease is way more interesting honestly so why because why okay let's go on a journey together through the digestive tract of a whale that's why that's what it is it's the magic school bus opportunity yeah yeah the the amber thing was kind of just like well there was an old forest and some sap sealed up and yeah, you know. Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's-, that's what it was last week. Oh. Uh, yeah. I'm okay. glad you got it. That's pretty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see what you were doing. Yeah, there sometimes now. these things you got to walk away. You got to come back. You got to think about yeah, whales for a yeah. while. You have to, you have to eureka that thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Take sure. a bath. Head right up to Northern California. Gotcha. <laughs> Take a bath. Northern California. Dig for gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my motto. Busy days. Um, so, uh, another thing we can do with our day is uh, drawing through the digestive tract of a whale, et cetera, et cetera. Um, here we are. Uh, this is the fast version of the Magic School Bus. Um, <laughs> it's rushed, Miss Frizz. <laughs> at my you old know school, I loved we didn't. About Magic School Bus. Go Sorry on. to interrupt your Phoebe impression. What I loved about Magic School Bus is that Miss Frizz wasn't married. She just was. Mm. She was herself. I mean, I think she was sort of a, a creativity um, trickster god or something, you know? Um, so true. She was yeah, an she avatar. Was kind of a, a calliope, you know? A calliope, you say? I Yeah. So I've been watching Supernatural uh-huh, uh-huh. a lot lately, and I believe it was a goddess of creativity. Anyway, she was the bad person in one episode I watched. Oh, I don't know. I, I just like that a calliope is also a name for an instrument, and 
it's just a fun word. Yeah, I thought you had some like very advanced use of that word that I was unfamiliar with. Um, but uh, okay, no, it's it's a reference to a great Misha Collins joint. Do we not just love Misha Collins? He's the best. Um, He's the best. Uh, all right, all right. In the so, show notes, Misha Collins. Yeah, I think he might be. Ma- I think this is the fourth time yeah. that we put Misha Collins in our show notes. He's a show notes all star. Um, he he rivals Hamilton. Yeah, uh, up there. Um, so uh, we're being eaten by a sperm whale, the only <laughs> whale from which ambergris may derive. And along with us are several thousand small squids. What? Right. This this episode just gets better and better. (laughs) It's kooky. Um, Like I can't think of anything that would make this topic more exciting to me. (laughs) Great. I don't know. Maybe a heist of some sort. Mm, Yeah. Okay. So it's you and twelve squids that you've collected, (laughs) and you're going to try to steal the insides of a whale by being eaten by one. And Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, oh, it's going to be a hot, hot film if we don't get completely digested by this whale. Because the whale will try to, try to digest us along with the squids. Now, quick. Oh, it's... no. But me and the squids, we got it all worked out. See? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Time for squid talk. How well do you know your compatriots? <laughs> what do you know about squids? <laughs> That's how squids sound when they talk. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Um, quick. Name five squid facts. Uh, so they have beaks. They got beaks. That's That's important that's where i was going for but we still got four more so you're gonna just have to vamp they've got six tentacles i think ish something like that yeah and then they have two long ones yeah yeah they do okay they have long heads Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's three Uh, timer's running out are so cute um in in an alien way they make terrible roommates (laughs) okay and um so i've never ever met one personally (laughs) Oh, okay, because I was going to say... From a distance, but... It really seemed like where you were going with that was that uh, you had a squid for a roommate, um, you tried to sleep with them, and that kind of made everything really weird, and then they were bad roommates. That's kind of what I was getting, but I see. Well, I try not to... Well, I had repressed that part of my life, but now you're bringing <laughs> it all up and back for me. And that's well, you know, this is, this is therapy for you, so, I mean, you're paying me for this. I just feel like we should be touching on all your different... I'm the squid doctor. Squiddington. I don't mean to be critical. I know I'm your squid doctor, but, like, you couldn't have... It just really feels like you fell for a cliche squid dude. Like... Wow, you're a terrible therapist. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. My nightmare scenario in therapy is she goes, yeah, everybody's like that, though. Like, (laughs) these problems are bland and boring to me. (laughs) No, I'm interesting. (laughs) Eh, I think your feelings are a, a poor commodity at best. Let me share this to our listeners. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody, but I like to dump my purse out on the floor. Mm-hmm. One time my therapist did say that I was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it made me feel really good, and I don't feel great about that. Right. Well, there's there's that roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else is in this purse? Ooh, like, look at this lipstick. That's pretty fun. Uh, it's melted. It's all over the inside of the purse and everything. Uh, I have to wash the liner somehow. Should have dumped the purse out much earlier. Yeah. So, you got into one. A squid has a beak. They also have yeah. two other um, fairly hard things Pointies. on their body. Uh, yeah, they sharks. have 
uh, a big old lens on their eye because squid have pretty big eyes. Um, and that's it's Fun. kind of like a crunchy thing. That um, you just get lost in and you look into them and you get lost in those right. eyes and you think, wow, I could really see myself starting a life with this eye. Yeah. Well, I think in, a, in the case of a giant squid, uh, you could maybe possibly literally get lost in like a six foot eye or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't find my yeah. way out. Oh, I could start yeah. a little life here inside this eye. Wow, Squiddington. Mm. See, I don't know. Was he a bad roommate? Let's, let's get, we'll, we'll get back to it. Um, <laughs> your time's running out. I want to make sure we cover everything. I, I value your time. Um, so ambergris. Let's talk about yeah. ambergris. Also, also, squids have a, a thing called a pen, uh, which is just sort of a curved object that I think had something to do with their squirt, ink. That squirts out their ink? I think so. Because that is fun. Biologists like kudos. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say? I mean, it's like, well, this is a pen. It's nature's pen. Makes sense. Um, all these things are hard and hard to digest, uh, and like not actually digestible for a sperm whale. Um, and so what a sperm whale does is surprisingly, a sperm whale has four stomachs, which is, I think, crazy. I had no idea. Stomachs, did you say? Yeah. They're like cows. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. I guess they're just eating all kinds of stuff. I don't, I don't know. I'd never heard this before, but in my ambergris research, it was like, yeah, four stomachs. Um, so all these things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I think it's crazy too. Said the article. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weird. Um, so uh, all this stuff basically just sits in the stomach, and what'll happen is mostly it doesn't go past the first stomach. Some of it kind of treads to the next stomach, next stomach maybe, um, and then periodically a whale will vomit up all of the squid parts that it could not eat. Oh, the whale has four stomachs. Yes, not the not squid. The squid. I don't know. Okay, did I, I say get squid? You. Maybe you I did. did. I uh, think he did. I don't know. This, right. this, my drink is really starting to hit me. So sorry to everybody here. Well, <laughs> it's brunch time. Um, yeah, cut the tape, <laughs> send it all back. We'll just reverse it, twist it, take it down, twist it. Reverse, um, reverse, one yeah. hop this time. And draw four wild. That's how real smooth. Draw four stomachs wild, just like the squ- sperm whale. Um, <laughs> oh, really? So uh, me and my 12 squids, including, including Squiddington, uh-huh. my ex-boyfriend. Oh, wow. That really ratchets up the tension. <laughs> I, it's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, I really, really love this uh, Squid 13. Uh, oh, no, Ocean 13. It's just Ocean well, it's 13. 14. Yeah, oh. it's Ocean 14. Because yeah. you remember, I have Leonardo DiCaprio, too. Oh, that's right. And um, Stunt casting. The studios wanted it. What are you going to do? Eh, you know, he carries a movie. Um, but some of these squids really have charisma. Yeah. No, no. There's going to be a lot of newcomers. Especially Spinnington. <laughs> I get it. I I'm get not it. over it, okay? <laughs> We're working through that. Uh, unfortunately, it may be hard because all of you have been digested and uh, all the squid parts are now being vomited back up. And I guess your bones are being vomited back up? Because my bones are sharp and pointy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this is the typical like sperm whale way that they eat. Uh, but this is not ambergris. Whale vomit is not ambergris, which is a common misconception. Um, I certainly had thought it was uh based on having not researched it at all um you know cartoons and stuff told me uh so there is there is another way that uh this squid junk the sharp stuff the cast of ocean 14 can be uh brought out of the whale's digestive system which is that it makes its way through all the stomachs and then slips into the intestines of the whale um which is bad because that lining is very sensitive and these are real sharp got your bones and teeth in there just like i was after squiddington dumped me yeah 
Yeah, that was a hard time for Sorry, you. Sorry, am I making this about me? No, 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 no. Again, this is your session. Um, and I think, you know, just like when, when Squiddington dumped you, uh, I think um, you found different ways to kind of ameliorate that situation and be good to yourself. And what a, what a sperm whale. Yeah. I've got, well, I got Squiddington on the mind. You You're know? just not a great therapist. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I am cheap. <laughs> Um, so and you that. insist on recording all of our sessions and putting them out as podcasts. <laughs> I think they're a good show. You're very interesting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, flattery's getting me everywhere. Um, so just like uh, after a relationship when you're raw, you find ways to ameliorate that and kind of protect yourself. Um, uh, a, a sperm whale will do the same thing by uh, producing this sort of uh, resinous substance um, that is made up of a bunch of different, I don't know, like aromatic compounds. This is it has the same problem as amber, which is that like kind of like the molecules themselves kind of look like lignin to me. Uh, you know, well, can you describe that protects? So lignin is basically the stuff that protects tree, like the sugars that make up trees. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the protective casing around them, and it's. So there's a theory. It's very, very hard to digest, unlike the sugars that make up the tree, right? Because that's sugar, and that's really, really easy to for cells to turn that into energy. Yeah, that's we love sugar. We love sugar. Lignin is protecting it, and it's basically like the reason that trees don't melt in the rain, even though they are <laughs> mostly made up of sugars. <laughs> you know, I never thought of that. It never occurred to me but trees could totally melt in the rain. True. Yeah, you're right. You're they absolutely right. They would if they didn't have lignin. The lignin provides so, a lot of structure. Yeah, there's this really interesting theory about lignin that I think is just the coolest thing ever that like, yeah, it's basically a randomly designed like evolutionary. It's random. It's a random molecule because Hmm. a random molecule is very, very difficult to figure out how to break it apart. Yes. Unlike cellulose or sugars, which is a very organized, predictable molecule. Like, okay, it's the same thing and it repeats over and over and over again. Right. Um, So... It w- I thought it was interesting that ambergris also kind of has this, like, it looks kind of just randomly designed. Like, somebody just, like, threw stuff at the wall. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And, I mean, resins are... Mm, I don't know. It, it, I have found that a lot of resins kind of look like that, and that maybe that's why they get all tangled with each other and can form that kind of, like, sticky goop. Um, but uh, I don't know if that's that's exactly true. But in my experience, when I look at resin molecules, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're just, like, a weird mess of stuff. Sure. Um the dominant uh, chemicals are actually named. Lignin is completely random, whereas these three uh, chemicals are like consistent, even if they're kind of kind of wacky. Um, there's ambrian, ambroxan, and ambranol. Guess what those were named for? Um, my friend Amber. Yeah, she's a research scientist. Um, she knows she's an amber miner. Remember from last week? No, I listen. She does a lot of things. We're not hemmed into doing one thing for our entire lives. Your job no, is not you, right? Oh, you're such a good therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, so this goop basically surrounds all the hard stuff that should not have gotten into the intestine. Um. And it is theorized that it is to sort of just protect the whale's intestine and then help eventually pass it. I was unable to find that exact phrase written out and like proved um that like here's what happens and that's why uh and i think it's just because sperm whales are hard to study um and yeah. ambergris became not terribly important to the world uh after the era of whaling so uh there just hasn't been a lot of deep research on it after the era of whaling 
Yeah, during during the era, like after that era was over. But there's still demand for perfume. Have we mentioned that ambergris used for perfume? Um, yeah. Well, we fun fact. But, so those, yeah, uh, a little little teaser um, for later is, uh, yeah, those chemicals are actually pretty useful at fixing odors. I just don't love that my therapy session has teasers. <laughs> I gotta keep you coming back. I'm not a very good therapist. I gotta figure out something. <laughs> Um, yeah, those molecules that we mentioned actually just, I guess, randomly, like, happen to be very good at fixing, um, uh, fixing, uh, odors. So, like, hmm. it will smell for a nice while instead of just vaporizing immediately right away and just going up someone's okay. nose and then someone gets a huge hit. Um, which is why it was, it was big in the perfume industry. And, uh, it still is, is really, uh, valuable, but we figured out a, uh, ambroxan synthetic, uh, compound. And so, See, like, there it is. yeah, we don't worry about it so much. Plus, whaling is super illegal now. At least sperm whales. Super illegal. It's Mega not just regular illegal. illegal. It's which is illegal. why me, 12 squids, and Leonardo DiCaprio have to do an inside job. Yeah, that's for getting inside a whale. Leonardo DiCaprio is the inside man. He's already <laughs> in the whale. He's uh, been living in a whale. He's um the father of a puppet boy, so... Oh, I see. I was going to go with the Jonah, but... I... Either which way. A lot of people living in whales. Yeah, well, they're big. A lot big. of people making their homes in whales. Whales are, yeah, just like, you can get lost in those eyes, you know? And now I live here. Oh, well. Squiddington. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I can see that you're tearing up a little bit, so let's come back in a moment on Encyclopedia okay. Brunch. Slash Captain's okay. Therapy. On to your back. Never look back. Never look back. Never look back. In a whale, there is a treasure. All right, all you squids, I want you to go into the intestines and irritate the heck out of this whale's bowels. But how will they find their way through four looping stomachs? Wait, Leonardo, I thought you said there was three stomachs. Are you telling me there's four? Betrayal. Love. Oh, Squiddington, we can't be, but I'm just so attracted to your pen and eye lens. Resonant substances. How is it made? Well, I'm Leonardo DiCaprio, and I know a lot about whale anatomy. Let me tell you a few things about whales. Ocean 14. Find out how gross making millions can really be. And we're back after our time away producing the trailer for uh, Ocean 14. Bet you didn't see that coming. Uh-huh. The trailer or us coming back for a surprise third segment. Here it is. Snuck up on you. Ho-ho! That's right. Talking about ambergris. That Amber gross stuff grease. inside a whale. Yum. Catherine, as you yeah. may recall, uh, hmm. where we last were discussing was uh, you and 13... Well, you and 12 squids and Leonardo DiCaprio were all eaten by a whale. Yes. And then One all of the squids... Here's what I'm not clear on. Is one of the squids my ex-boyfriend Squiddington? Well, I guess not ex-boyfriend. I just, I had a thing for him and mm-hmm. then he's, he wasn't into it. Um, ex-love interest, let's you, you say. You have a past. 
Yeah, we Squiddington and I have a past. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it is he one of the twelve or is it thirteen squids? Uh, no, it's he's one of the twelve. Okay, okay, he's one of the twelve, so yeah. it's fourteen total. There's four, yeah, exactly. That's why it's Ocean. Ocean fourteen. 14. Right. Okay. I, we really should have covered all this before. Oh, we... I thought that's because this movie came out in 2014. Oh yeah, it was kind of Ocean parentheses fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To just to, 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 uh, separate it from uh, all those other Ocean movies. Mm-hmm. The one in the seventies that was just Jacques Cousteau holding a still camera in the ocean. <laughs> Being French, yeah. don't forget. <laughs> the ocean is so deep. <laughs> wow a lot to say there huh <laughs> i gotta tell you my impression of jacques Cousteau, um that guy's not so bright the my impression version of him jacques Cousteau parentheses tim dobbs impression 17 doesn't have a lot a lot of ocean facts yeah. or uh, things share. the water is very wet <laughs> Wow, you're such an accomplished marine biologist. <laughs> what other facts do you have to give us? I what, tried, can you, what knowledge can you impart? I tried tasting the water. It was salty. <laughs> Why do you think that is? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm scared of the big fish in the water. Oh, that is scary, Jacques. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he had a whole uh, he had a whole engagement with this giant sperm whale, so it really threw him off. Right. I listen. I get it. Me and Squiddington. I get it, man. Those marine animals. Mm-hmm. So when we last They'll left break off, your heart every time, Tim. They will break your heart. I'm well, sorry. when did we last? Leave I, off? I, I I hate to break it to you. Your heart has been digested by the four stomachs of a sperm whale, um, and then uh, some of your hard parts got. Um, they got caught in different levels of the or they each got caught in different stomachs but some of them and this is sort of a rare case this is sort of like a, a you know grain of sand getting into an oyster situation mm-hmm. but uh some of them made their way all the way into the sperm whale's intestine normally a sperm whale would just throw up all those bones and lenses and pens and all their hard parts um but uh when some of them leak through into the intestine that is when we start to create this resinous substance around those bones in order to protect the sensitive intestinal wall um and uh that's ambergris We're, we've made this this melting rock we call ambergris cool yeah um and then what happens is either uh it eventually works its way all the way out um and is left behind in uh leavings uh, I guess, I don't know, what would you call it? It's not really a leaving, Ooh. it's in the ocean. Yeah, it's a floating. Yeah. <laughs> um, or the whale just dies at some point, either from natural causes, uh, a fight with a giant squid, or um, the, the ambergris can actually, uh, this melting rock can get so uh, built up, it just forms a blockage, and then the whale dies a very uncomfortable death, uh, presumably. Oh. I know. Maybe you oh. shouldn't have tried to invade this whale. How would Jacques Cousteau tell me that? <laughs> uh, the big floating fish is... Uh, well, he doesn't even know what a whale is. Seems... <laughs> Mm, not as alive. <laughs> it was uh, happy before, but now it is not happy. <laughs> because it lost the capacity for happiness because it's dead now? Uh, possibly. What do I know? I'm but a simple impression of a French oceanographer. <laughs> That's true. Well, thanks for your time. I judge not the sad whale fish. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's very open-hearted of you, impression. Um, but of course. <laughs> Join me for some delicious wine on my submarine. <laughs> oh, very Jules Verne of you. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, How far are we going? I do not know my specialty is not distances. I know about <laughs> the fish. What do you know about? The salty uh-huh. water. The <laughs> delicious wine. And. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> That's it. Just. That's essentially it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have exhausted my knowledge. I will. This is all I have to say. I am going Jean to go. Jean impression. Uh, uh, Are you saying that you don't know how to read? You have found right, my right. deepest Repeat secret. Repeat after me. A. E. Oh, no, no, no. Say this again. No, no, no. Okay, you're hopeless. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, goodbye. I, I, like the great big fish, am less happy. <laughs> goodbye. Oh, there he goes. He's so sad. Goodbye, Jean Cousteau impression. <laughs> <laughs> wow what an amazing man yeah <laughs> i i feel like the jacques Cousteau impression and jacques Cousteau amazing for very different reasons so true <laughs> one of them helped invent scuba the other one he's just so so simple and pure <laughs> i just i can't help but feel that i still have things to learn from him even though i've exhausted his knowledge <laughs> no he was very clear that is all he had to say <laughs> He was done. Um, so, so this whale uh, somehow uh, leaves behind this resinous substance. And uh, like you say, it floats. So it floats to the top. And this happens somewhere deep in the ocean, somewhere in the vast ocean. And um, uh, ambergris rocks can float around the ocean currents uh, for very long times. Like, for years, they can just kind of get caught on different currents, and then, uh, you know, why would we be able to find them? I don't know. There's lots of stuff out in the, there in the ocean. Yeah, definitely. But the reason that uh, amber would have been... Uh, why we had the gray amber, amber grease, and the yellow amber, which we now call amber, is because they both washed up on seashores, uh, specifically in the Baltic region for amber, because as we discussed... Yeah. Amber uh, is harvested in the Baltic region, and then uh, it's also possible for things to wash up on those shores. Sure, yeah. So you have this beach with a couple different kinds of floating rocks, or melting rocks on them. Yeah, really key, actually. Yellow amber, heavier than water, so it does not float. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, but it does melt. Well, seashells still wash up. Uh, They're heavier than water. Right, exactly. That's why it can wash up, but it just doesn't float to the top. So, um, that's how it begins its long journey to eventually be found on some beach somewhere. It's incredibly rare, but uh, super Where useful. Where it makes some couple tens of thousands of dollars and a local article is written about them. <laughs> Essentially, it seems that way. It seems like that's basically what's up with ambergris these days. <laughs> uh, time was, you might actually kill the whale for it. Because, like, so, you know, in whaling days, um, we want the whale anyway. We want to get all that good sperm whale ingredients. Uh, the spermaceti, the uh, blubber, the whale meat, whale bone for scriv- scrivening. Um, I don't know what else did. What, I, that's a lot. Like the whale, that's really the whale. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like you kind of hit the lottery. Like you know, one out of every hundred whales you kill would just have this ambergris, and you'd be like, yes. Also, just add a hundred thousand to the top of that. Cha-ching! Here comes old Ahab's payday. 
It's my children's book about Ahab. <laughs> Call me Ishi. Uh, I'm a baby I Ishmael. Feel, I really feel like you're missing some of the key themes in that book <laughs> by calling it Ahab's payday. <laughs> Not really the point of the piece. Uh, I don't know. I think it was all about how to how to get Maybe rich kind of quick. the opposite of the piece. Uh, no, that's uh, how to succeed in business without really trying. How to succeed in the carrot whaling business without really trying. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. Sometimes when I'm bored by books, I just insert my own uh, words in, in between the other words. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so you might have killed a whale for it. But uh, yeah, nowadays it's more just like it may wash up. And it's super hard to find because it just like looks like a rock. Could easily yeah. be, yeah, anything. Yeah, so I guess do you just, do you just poke rocks with a hot poker and see if it pokes through? Um, I, yeah, kind of. Um, what I read about was, uh, the guy who wrote Floating Gold, A Natural and Unnatural History of Ambergris, uh, Christopher Kemp, uh, describes in his intro him basically just sort of walking along a beach just like every day going, checking it out when he's got some free time to see because he wants to find some ambergris and he sort of just picks up things and he goes, well, it's a rock. It's kind of funny shaped. Could be. Smell it. Well, it does smell kind of weird. Okay. We'll call this one a maybe. And then, you know, you kind of like look at it for me. Yeah, I, I think this is just an old potato or something. And then. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it is just kind of like you got to like find the things that seem mostly like ambergris and then you can actually yeah, melt it or, or do a chemical test on it. It's not unlike uh, metal detecting, really, if you think about it. It's quite similar, I think. Like yeah. You're talking about those guys who go out on the beach and. Yeah. Yeah. Or fields, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's it's playing the it's playing the resource location game, you know, the same way like uh, companies that are trying to find oil wells or whatever. Except mm-hmm. on this like micro scale, and the payoff is really huge if you just randomly bump into one. So it's kind of like more like a lottery than usual, which yeah, I think is why yeah. people think it's fun. Eh, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a more active lottery. I like that. Yeah, and also it's like yeah, it's a nice uh, it's a nice thing to do. It's a good ritual. Go out to the ocean. Sure. Look for stuff. So nice to have rituals. Mm-hmm. So nice to have rituals. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, do you think do you, do you think you would go and uh find look for some ambergris? I think out there in if the If I was already going to be at the beach. Mm. Right. But you wouldn't. I'd... I'm not really I mean, I don't buy lottery tickets, so True. And that's a lot more convenient. Yeah. Uh What if you like lived on the beach? Like and you, you know, you remember going for a walk? Do you think you could just... Oh, that I'm already super rich, apparently. Yeah, fair, fair. What if it was just an unpleasant beach, though? Really oh, smelled? an unpleasant beach? Well, then I sh- I'd probably try to move. <laughs> Where do you live? Oh, I live in unpleasant beach. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I live in... Uh, I don't have anything. Uh, I was going to say unpleasant terrace, but whatever. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Let's move on. All right. Well, speaking of smells, the, the awful smells of Unpleasant Beach, California. Um, yeah. Our, uh, the ambergris has, they, they say it has like a sort of like, they describe it as like earthy, but that's sort of code for like, it smells like poop. Um, but the deal is like after it's been like swirling around the ocean for years, uh, yeah, it kind of like gets weathered over. And I think people tend to like a vaguely poopy smell. Like, just barely, but, like, mix it in with, like, salt and brine, and then it becomes earthy. Right. And that's, like, totally cool. 
in Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. uh, when one of the children finds amber grease, she keeps describing it as a mixture of gross grate. Yeah, I think that's I think that's exactly what it is. And like, honestly, like I see the appeal like uh i like a musty smell i like i have had wines that have been described as like it has a forest floor no and i'm like yeah i like this forest floor i would love to go like a forest floor yeah well i gotta be careful that's uh that's how you get ants on your tongue <laughs> or shrooms poisoning well, yeah well there you go bad yeah. shrooms good shrooms everybody's shrooms shrooms um that's the chant right that's how you remember which shrooms let's are the good. whole shroom off <laughs> all right well Unless you have anything else to add about this uh, weird melting whale rock, um, I think maybe we should call the whole shroom off. <laughs> As we do. Yeah. Let's I don't know. Do any it. other uh, any other notes or thoughts on... I don't know. It's like, this is probably like one of the weirdest things, right? One of the weirdest things? Okay. What are the three weirdest things? It might be ambergris. Um, uh, it might be the only weird thing. Yeah. I was okay. going to say like everything diamonds. Else- pretty normal like diamonds are pretty weird but then it's just like yeah i don't know you pressurize some stuff but i don't know i would appreciate it if you wouldn't call my best friend as a girl <laughs> weird i know uh, well I'll, uh, hmm, uh, uh yeah well i, just I love... don't shit on my best friend like that but shit can be very good see ambergris <laughs> people love it so true. complicated it's a complicated relationship we have with secretions yeah i think okay so i think the the Last thing I wanted to talk about. I know we were about to call the whole shroom off. No, we're never going to call it off. We're going to die here. <laughs> Deep inside this a whale. Um, uh, Acoustics are great, though. I mean, yeah, can't deny it. That's true. Good echo here. Uh, I get why Jonah was in there. Um, so uh, Jonah noted uh, uh, acoustician. Um, yeah, so... I. We talk about, like, because it's the weirdest thing, like, we talk about ambergris a lot, right? Even though we do not use it. Like, mm-hmm. I had no idea, like, exactly how it was made and its process. But, like, why would we even talk about amber? Who cares, right? Like, what is this What is this thing? We don't use it. The only thing it still applies to, in even a little bit, is making perfume. And even that, mm-hmm. we've developed a synthetic for it. Right. Like, why is this in the culture, even? Because, like, if you find it on the beach, then it, you get $10,000. So it's just like the the fact that it's like this like lottery ticket out there that continues to capture people's imagination. I think so. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think it's that plus the fact that it comes from this like very weird process of like it's it's of biological. Who? It's like fluid mechanics. It's there's a lot going on, and it all yeah. seems super random for it to show up. So I think it's like the appeal is that it's not just the lottery. It's the weirdest lottery. It's true. It's the weirdest lottery. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see. I think, and, and I find that much more appealing too. Uh, the idea of um, playing the weird lottery seems much more fun than playing the regular lottery. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Well, we did it. We. Uh, Yay! Glad we figured that out. So next time I'll be like, "Hey, you want to go play the weird lottery?" Uh, no. Oh, fine. I well, just don't like playing. I just don't like gambling. No, I'll go out to the beach myself. Well, okay. Have fun, Jacques Cousteau. That's Catherine Colcott over there. <laughs> And that's Tim Dobbs slash Jacques Cousteau right over here. Au revoir. Goodbye.